this nonlinear career path and one of the advantages is you jump into these different companies, these different roles, you're developing new skills, right? You're learning different things. If you sit in the same job for 20, 30 years, there's like a cap to what you can learn. So all these different experiences, you learn how different companies run, you learn how different leaders work, you learn how to work with different personalities and perspectives, and you develop these skills. Companies, now more than ever, because of this environment, they want flexible workers who can adapt. And if you just look at someone's career and they've been at one place forever, how do you know how they're going to react to this new company? You don't know. But if you see somebody that's been at three or four different spots so that they can step in, try something, figure it out. And we need more people who can come in and be okay with rapidly changing things and be able to adapt. Welcome into the Free Retiree Show, your go-to podcast for your career and your finances. I'm your host, Wealth Manager Lee Michael Murphy, and I'm alongside my pal, the Venezuelan persuasion, Sergio Valentino Patterson. Welcome into a career advancement edition of the Free Retiree Show. For tonight's podcast, what we're talking about is how we can use this non-linear career path to our advantage. So, Serge. Yeah. Without further ado, why don't you explain to everyone what that means? Hey, our whole lives, like you said, we are told, go to a good school, you get good grades in high school, go to a great college, get good grades in college, get a job, and you're going to be there for 30, 40 years, then you retire. I think what we've learned in the reality is that just doesn't happen. Our parents' generation, thats they did that. They were in jobs for 20 years. And what we're seeing now, and what I believe in the future, it's a non-linear career path, right? And some people might define what it isn't is it's not job hopping. I think there's a difference between being intentional and chasing different opportunities for reasons, right? Then there's just job hopping. Oh, I'm bored. I'm burned out. I want to change jobs. Being intentional and having a non-linear career path is a little different. You're intentional. You're taking strategic opportunities, right? It's not a straight line and there's a lot of planning involved. You're intentional. There's reasons behind the madness, right? And I think for me, this approach has helped me a lot because transparently living in Silicon Valley, it's expensive out here. So we have to be very intentional about our careers and how we maintain to live in this wild place with the cost of living going up. I wanted to share my nonlinear career. And then I think you have a little bit of that too, before you settled in and found your kind of career. But like, what about when your early career, how you started in cold calling. And then you did a lot of different things. And I think it's just, it's not a straight, it's not a straight line, right? Yeah. I think, especially for people that are in school, going through college, I think there's this perception that you get your degree in whatever it is, and then that's your path and it'll be perfectly fine. It'll be one straight line. And Maybe that's how it once was, because I think the past generations have described it as they went for school to, for this, and generally it worked out, and that's what they did their whole career. Now, it's you can go to school for one major and absolutely not even do it for your entire career. We're seeing more of that now, where people go to school for maybe marketing, and then they end up spending their whole career in finance, and it's not yeah. uncommon. But they learn these valuable skills and tools along the way, and so- I think it's now not like what you said, not a straight line, but there's a lot of skills you can get along the way. And then maybe through all that, you end up getting to the end goal that you started with. Yeah. And 
So what we're seeing here and to the point of this episode is like the non-linear career path is now the new normal, in my opinion. And that's what we're going to see going forward. There's a few different things, but like some we talked about earlier in the podcast was people are working longer. Maybe you are seeing that in your, your field, Lee. I mean, I think your goal is to retire people early, but I think the sad truth of it is I think people are, correct me if I'm wrong, I think people are working longer than in previous generations. Well, let's go with the positive first. People yeah. are living longer, which is fantastic. Yes. People seem to be saving less, <laughs> which is the <laughs> negative. And yes. people are generally behind in their retirement savings. So yes, people are having to work longer. Very common to have people working into their 70s now. That's, that's That is the just absolute truth that we've seen over the last decade is people are having to work longer because for whatever reason, they didn't save enough or life yeah. was more expensive than they thought. And they have to either work longer because they don't have enough money or maybe divorce happens. That also has to do with money. But sometimes it's people are living longer and they want things to do to keep them more occupied. That's also a thing. But for the most part, we're having to work longer because cost of living is going up and people aren't making as much money. Salaries aren't going up yeah. in relation to inflation. It's where our worlds collide. I think it's part of this is if we were to save sooner, maybe we could retire sooner, right? Or we could retire sooner. But I think the reality is people are working longer. And what we're seeing is the longer you work, you don't want to burn out. And people are trying to find satisfying roles. And I think the next bucket is not only are people working longer, but I think what we saw when COVID hit is people had time and they had to figure out, okay, what are my values have my priorities changed? I don't know if you've seen that with anyone you know, or if that hit Victoria. I know she works from home, but we had all this time when COVID hit. And I think what we saw is you had all this time to think, what am I doing? Right. And then what we saw is people started thinking about other roles, whether it's in within their company, they started developing different skills outside of work. And then what you find is like this idea of, okay, I think I'm good at this, but maybe I'm a little bit better at that. I'm going to go try that new thing out. Yeah. So Values and priorities have changed. COVID sparked a lot of that. So what I'm seeing is now this is the new normal. Like people are changing their careers. They're attacking different opportunities and they're being intentional about it because I think they're realizing that I'm going to work for this one company forever is not going to happen. So going back to the great resignation, what are some of the things that you saw from the people that you worked with or people that you used to work with that had them start this more non-traditional career path or change roles completely or change yeah. jobs completely? What was it that sparked it? I think there's a lot of things. I think for, I can speak for myself. I think for me, when I told my parents I'm leaving this job or doing this, they were always shocked. They didn't make sense to them. It didn't compute. And for a lot of people, it didn't compute. But I think for me, it came down to opportunity, right? Opportunity to work on a skill that I knew I had passion about, but in, in the current role, I couldn't do it all the time. So I think these moments in our careers where we find something we like, but maybe it's not 100% of our actual day-to-day -day job, maybe it's just a small project. Then you have to figure out a way, can I do this thing full-time at this company or do I need to go to a different company to do this thing? In my experience, what that happened to me when I was working on a project at Google, my day job was cool, but I actually got to pick up this like 10 or 20% project helping launch a new product. It was the Google Wi-Fi, what is now known as Google Wi-Fi. That was my first time ever working on launching a new product. Now I'm the guy that launch, helps companies launch new products. 
I'm a beta program manager at Airbnb, and my sole purpose is helping them launch a new thing. I only got into that because like, I raised my hand for that random project at Google, and that's what sparked it to answer your question. It's like, I didn't mention this at the top, but like a part of the non-linear career path is saying yes more often than you say no. And raising your hand for opportunities that might not seem worth it at the time, but they might pay off in the long run. Now, what was your experience level when you said yes to these things? Very low, minimum. It was just something that sounded cool. Like it was something that sounded interesting to me would help to help some hardware team launch this new product that I had no idea what to do, but it seemed interesting. But you had minimal experience. I would say in that moment, I had enough experience for them to let me do it, but not enough experience to actually get a full-time job doing it. What I'm saying is this opportunity allowed me to try this thing out as a small like a project, essentially. Mm -hmm. The only reason why I got that opportunity is because I raised my hand and said, yeah, I'm interested. Nobody else on my team did it because they were like, ah, it doesn't seem like something cool. So you, but you basically went out there on a limb and said, that's not really something I would consider myself a big expert at, but I'm going to do it just to gain the experience or just because I want to try something different. Exactly. And the other thing is, it's what's going to be my next bucket was skill development, right? This nonlinear career path and one of the advantages is you jump into these different companies, these different roles, you're developing new skills, right? You're learning different things. If you sit in the same job for 20, 30 years, there's like a cap to what you can learn. So all these different experiences, you learn how different companies run, you learn how different leaders work, you learn how to work with different personalities and perspectives, and you develop these skills. So that I was intentional about that because I learned how to be a, I think at the time it was like a, I would think it was a project manager role, right? Now that's my job. That's my that's what I do. So I think skill development, skills are at the, like the center stage right now in, in Silicon Valley. So this whole nonlinear career thing, as you, you're moving and you're being intentional, it's to either grow your career on a compensation wise, or you're developing a new skill. I think those are the kind of the main reasons why you're moving, or maybe you're trying to find the right environment, but it's either you're getting, you're paying me more or I'm developing a, a new skill that I want. So based off your experience, I know, and you've worked at some phenomenal companies. You've been at Google, you've been at LinkedIn, you've been at Facebook, now Airbnb. You've got to see some really smart, successful people that might've been your mentors. And what we're talking about today, this non-traditional path that's not linear, for the bulk of the mentors that you've had, the managers you've had, can you say, what has their path been like? a good question. I think it, it's similar. And I can only speak to the Silicon Valley, but I think what I'm seeing is it is a strength and advantage to have multiple experiences in different environments. You could be in different organizations within one company. I've had managers who moved around within a company, right? And they got those different experiences within that company. I think that's okay also. But I've also seen people come from totally different backgrounds, break into tech and make it work. But I think diversity in your background, in my opinion, is very highly sought after. It's interesting. I don't work in a large company because I'm more on the entrepreneurial side, but yeah. I would have figured that they would look at, oh, I just want this specialist and nothing else. If you have other things that you've dabbled in, no, we would just want someone that is engineer or in this the specialty. That's a good point. It depends on the role. I think like this job I have now at Airbnb, they were looking for somebody 
who has run and launched new products and has run programs specifically. They were literally looking for me. All the bullet points I've done, mm -hmm. I've worked at all, I did it at all these different companies. Depending on where you're at in your career, at this stage in my career, the roles I'm getting, they're looking for someone who's done it. Mm -hmm. Like they wouldn't have hired me if I didn't have the experience. I want to make that clear. Early on, earlier in my career, there are moments where you can raise your hand and maybe companies will take chances on you. For more senior positions, it's less likely that they are going to take a chance on somebody with no experience or limited experience. So you're saying if you are starting a new industry or you're younger in your career, yes. don't be scared to raise your hand, try new things that is outside of your comfort zone. The story and the message here is early in your career, raise your hand, take the uh, be intentional about your career and take those opportunities because that's when you're getting those experiences that's going to set you up to have a better mid to late stage career. Love it. So it's okay if your career is nonlinear, meaning you're intentional, you're moving for specific reasons. And that's the new normal, in my opinion. Like the workplace is changing. We've talked about layoffs and it's a scary time out there. So I think the other part is really getting clear on your skills, right? Developing clear skills that you can market and people know what you're good at. I don't know if you have anything to add, Lee, but that's those are the key buckets. And that's that's what we're seeing right now. I think for my path, it is, it is like you said, it was nonlinear. Coming out of school during 2008, during the great financial crisis, I thought I wanted to be in the financial industry, I wasn't exactly sure where I was going to be in it, but started off doing credit card processing, which led over to washing cars. Yeah. Enterprise. <laughs> enterprise. But enterprise, as much as we, uh, we shit on that company, it teaches you great customer service. It teaches you how to read people. It teaches you how to be a hard worker. Yeah. Those things that translate over into the job that I have now. So we still use those. Everything we learn there, we still use it. Absolutely. We've both had nonlinear careers. And I think to your point earlier, it's I'll say this like companies now more than ever, because of this environment, they want flexible workers who can adapt. And if you just look at someone's career and they've been at one place forever, how do you know how they're going to react to this new company? You don't know. But if you see somebody that's been at three or four different spots that they can step in, try something, figure it out. And we need more people who can come in and be okay with rapidly changing things and be able to adapt. That's the pro, the positive side of this nonlinear career. All right, man. Thanks for that wonderful advice. If you have questions about how to set up your career path, how to break into that next job, maybe it's not working out and you got roadblocks, come talk to Sergio. He's the man at this and he will give you some great advice and help set you up Please for that do. dream job, man. Please message me. All right, folks, you've been listening to the Free Retiree Show. So long for now. Securities offered through Securities America Incorporated. Member FINRA, www.finra.org. SIPC, www.sipc.org. A separate entity. Lee Michael Murphy is licensed with the California Department of Insurance, license 0H18660. Lee Michael Murphy is an investment advisor representative with Securities America Advisors, a registered investment advisor. The Free Retiree, Securities America Advisors, and Securities America Incorporated are separate entities. Career Advisor Sergio Patterson, Attorney Matt McElroy are not affiliated with Securities America Advisors or Securities America Incorporated. Securities America Advisors, Securities America Incorporated, and its representatives do not provide tax or legal advice. Therefore, it's important to coordinate with your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation.
The content heard in this podcast is not intended to be tax investment or legal advice and is intended as general guidance only. You should contact your own tax advisor, financial advisor, or attorney to answer questions about your specific situation or needs before acting upon this information. Third-party source information or comments are not verified, may not be accurate, and are not necessarily representative of all client or audience experience. A portion of this event was paid by a third party. The opinions of career advisor Sergio Patterson do not reflect the opinions of Facebook, Inc. The opinions of attorney Matt McElroy do not reflect the opinions of Castaneda and Company.